0: Okay. That was a song? No. Nope. Oh, we did that before. Yeah, no, I'll send you the like like recording. It's a good one. We did that, uh, I don't know which part it was. I have to go back. Yeah. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> tonight we're going to, uh, in one way, speak about something new, but also connect to the past two weeks as we've been building a little bit in terms of the relationships. I'm sorry. Let's look Rivka. Last week it was Ace of and Yaakov. And we're going to continue with that Mahalach. We're going to listen to a song Benny Landau. Oh, he's good. He is good. So he's a different sound than maybe you've heard. But he's very, very deep. He has a lot of good music. And if you can, you print out the words. Sorry, we are going to print out the words. They're Hebrew and they're very they're more difficult than your typical. That's why here we have the English um, if you don't, they have it if you want to look it up. Lyrics Translate. You see this website? Yeah. LyricsTranslate.com. You check out Bini Lando and the song Shara Shemaim. They have the, uh, the English. It's Kadai see, And you'll see his mom is singing about this week's parasha. So let's listen. Shara Shemaim. Shara Shemaim. It's on the chat. Did you send it to me? I sent it to you earlier. Yeah. Which chat uh, is it? I found it. That's what I got. You got it? I am to the chat. Do you want or no? Okay. It's fine. Uh, so whatever you get you got yeah, supply. Shar Shamaim, i you gonna... So if you see the if you saw the words here, it's clear this song is written for this parsha. <coughs> he, he quotes the ladder, quotes the dream, Yakovino, Sula Mutzavarta. He says, "Ki Em Kim." Is that the passage from this <clears> expression. <throat> so you have to understand. Try the beginning a little bit to understand the, the beginning of the parsha. The Hagdama Before he goes to Lavan End of last week's parsha. Esav wants to kill Yaakov For taking the brachas Yes, and like Rivka say to Yaakov You have to go go to, go to my brother Go to my brother-in-law and Go marry Over there And before he gets there We have this few psukim It's an interesting situation The sun sets The Torahs emphasize Rashi brings out the sun Has to set on Yaakov It was like Hashem wants him to be in that place Vayifka Bamakum. And he has the famous dream. The angels going up and down the ladder from the ground up. Well, what, is, what's, what exactly is going on? We hear about this ladder, but what exactly is it? What's the purpose of it? What is it teaching us? There's malachim up, there's malachim down. Rashi tells us there's chutz, there's Eretz Yisrael malachim angels, and then there's outside of Eretz Yisrael angels. Yes, yeah, so what? That's all we know, and therefore what? something that's always bothered me, that the Apostles, after he gets up from the, after the dream, it says, he wakes up from his sleep, and he says, wow, I didn't, I didn't know that this place, you know, had, God was in this place also. I'm um, sorry, what was it? I didn't even know. What does Rashi say? For had I known, I wouldn't have gone to sleep. Right? Rashi says, so it's always bothered me because then him Tup, later. But Yaakov, Baboker. Yaakov wakes up in the morning. What? He just said, had I known a Kaddish now I know a Kaddish was here. If I would have known, I never would go to sleep. And then Tupsukim later, he wakes up, it means he was just went back to sleep. I mean, is that not a clear stereo, some, some contradiction, something, there's a problem there. It's just order. What? You can't say that. Can't uh, say that unless you're unless you're the ramban yeah, or thought rashi. Thought, then you could say that. But he thought it while he was dreaming. Maybe after he If After what davening? Sounds like he woke up. It's, he, he had a dream and then then he wakes up in the morning. Okay. So to understand a little bit about Yaakov, you know, try again. It's a little that we can try to understand. So we're going to go back a little bit. It, it's for those who have been around, it'll, be, it'll mean more, but those who haven't been around can still totally understand. So we start with, with Avram, Vino, and Sarah, right? And we spoke about them as a married couple. We spoke about taking each other's midos, Avram, Vino, <coughs> learning the Gevur from Sarah, and Sarah learning the Chesed from Avram. And then at some point, they have a child, Yitzchak, and then a daughter-in-law, Rivka. And then the way that parents are supposed to train the children, we said, take your own midah and pass that down. Avram is going to pass down Chesed. Sarah is going to pass down Gevura. Right? There are different character traits. they are different ways of living. So now you have Avram and Sarah as the parents. And now Yitzchak and Rivka as the children. And then lastly, we learned about how Yitzchak and Rivka became the parents to Yaakov and Asaph. And now Yitzhak and Rivka have to teach Yaakov and Esav. And we spoke about last week about potentially the uh, not Chasson, the mistakes, but the, the, the different ways that they were trying to train Esav. That was discussed last week. So now where are we holding? Now we're holding Avram and Sarah are the grandparents. Right? There's the Canaan and Boba Yomim, which for those who know, it's called kesser. Yaakov and Rivka are now the parents, which again for those who know is ve'ima Chochman Bina. And now Esav and Yaakov are now the children, the brothers, which is Za, Zerampen, and Nukva. I'd come with the, the fancy terminology. But that's the full family tree. Right? We discussed last week Yudke Vavke, two parents and two children. But there's really more than Yud Kevav, there's even the, the Shal Yud. We'll speak English in a minute for those who don't understand. But there's even the, the tip of the Yud, which is Keser, which is like the grandparents, the Zalkin. So Avram and Sarah, are the a they're the grandparents. They're the tip of the Yud. Yud and K is now Sarah, um, is Yitzchak and Rivka. And Vavke now becomes Esav and Yaakov. One big happy family. So, since the beginning of time, you see, that kadosh baruch who wanted brothers, wanted brothers. Where do you see? Kind of but that went off very, very quickly. It didn't work out. It didn't, last. <laughs> it didn't last very long. Then you see the next set: shame, cham and yafes, Something happened over there a little bit, right? Avi Kanan. It wasn't. It wasn't perfect. Then even Avram and Lot, because they, they call each other Achim and even though it was a nephew, that also didn't work. But Akash keeps trying. He wants, the, he wants the brothers. Of course, he can do whatever he wants, but this is the way he made it. Then who's next? Yitzhak and Yishmael. Two brothers from different mothers. Ain't gonna work. And now we get to Yaakov and Esav. Again, doesn't necessarily work. It's only, and then even the next, and we're going to get to it, the Shvatim and Yosef, Veidr doesn't work. It's only when you get to Menashe and Ephraim, the end of It's the finally of two brothers who are best of friends. It's only then that you can have an Aharon and a Moshe, and then you can have a Lazar and a Tamar, the sons of Aharon, and then the brotherlyhood, and that moves on. But Kurdish brother wants brothers. And there are halacha ramifications of brothers. Number one, they share the Yerusha, they share the inheritance. Two brothers share the inheritance of the parents. There's also the concept of Yibum, the mitzvah of yibum, that if one brother dies without children, another brother, the Leverite marriage they call it, right? He takes the place of his brother and marries that wife to have children that will be considered as if it was the children for the first brother. This is, this is brothers, very, very deep. They become partners. Different than husband and wife, different than parents and children. This is the third category: partners, brothers, brother and sister, brothers. <clears throat> now, Kodesh who had been setting up after the problems with Kain and Hevel and all the other brothers that didn't work out, Kodesh Baruch who was setting up slowly but surely to create the best possible set of brothers. Because he has an Avram Avinu come in the world. And then he has a Yitzchak come in the world. And then there were going to be two children born. One was going to take after Avram. And one was going to take after Yitzchak. Now you see by Avram and Yitzchak, very interesting. They were opposites in a certain way. As we know, Yitzchak really took from his mother, Sarah. Her Midas, her characteristic traits, more of the Gevura. And Avram was more of the Chesed. We see this... Avram Vinu goes out to the world to be Makarish. Does the chesed, he brings everybody into his tent, a lot of febrangin, right? Yitzchak, doesn't really talk to people, doesn't seem like. He stays in his house, he's a davener, It's quiet. Avram Vinu again is chesed, Yitzchak is tefillah in the house, more of a connection to a kaddish baruch. Hu. Avram Vinu is more connecting with the people, bringing them to a kaddish baruch, Hu, of course. But Yitzhak is just straight, him, him, him and God. Avram Vinu is working on bringing people to God. In deeper terminology, for those who understand, Avram Vinu is working with the world of Tohu, bringing it to a state of Tikkun. Tohu means confusion, chaos. Tikkun means fixing. Avram Vinu was that linchpin, if that's the right word, from the world of Tohu we discussed, from Noah and Adam, which was just craziness, doesn't really make any sense. To the world that there was order and there was structure, whereas Yitzchak's living in the world of Tikkun. After Avram Avinu already sets the path, he finds God, he creates a relationship, he creates a religion. Yitzchak comes into that world already, a fixed world, and he tries to strengthen that. But again, two opposites. Avram Avinu is the one who goes outside of Eretz Yisrael. He started outside of Eretz Yisrael. He comes to Eretz Yisrael, then goes down to Mitzrayim, comes back. He's all over the map. Yitzhak Avinu, born in Eretz Yisrael, stays in Eretz Yisrael. Can't leave. And there's more. But you see, there's two prototypes here. And now come Yaakov and Esav, the two brothers, and just think about them very very simply. Yaakov, Ishtam, Yoshev, Ohala. Pasuk says, the simple one, simple in his faith, Yoshev, Ohalim. So it's in the tents, learning, davening, connecting. Who is that? Yitzhak. That's Yitzchak. And Esau is the Ish Sade Yodeh Tsayid. He's the one who goes out into the field. Who's that like? Clearly Avram Avinu. So you see, it was supposed to be that Esau was going to take the Midas of Avram Avinu, go out, be of people, go out into the field, deal with people, he was wild, he had strength, he was that olam hato, that confusion, but if he, was a, if he would have been able to control it, he would have been very, very powerful to bring people closer to the Kaddish Baruch Esav should have gone to Lovan. him. Esav should have gone to fight with Lovin, right? Lovin Yaakov, the whole parashat, it seems to be that it's a father-in-law, and a son-in-law, and trickery, this was like a world war of good versus evil in a very deep way. We're not going to discuss that part of the parasha now. But it should have been ASA's job, the one who goes out, the gibor he's supposed to fight Lothar and marry Leah, as we know, Chazal tell us. Asa was supposed to marry Leah. He was supposed to be a tzaddik. And he should have brought Rachel back to Yaakov who wasn't leaving his tent. Just like Eliezer went to bring Rivka back to Yitzchak. Yitzchak doesn't leave Eretz Israel. He's a Yoshe Vahalim. Yaakov's the Yoshe Yaakov shouldn't have gone to love him. This was Esau's job. But Esau went off the derech. It didn't work out. It was too much. It was too much to give a person so much power, but without the kalim, without the, the ability to handle all that energy, only an Avram Vinu can handle that. Esau, right? Avram Vinu went to find HaKadosh Baruch. He took all that energy and found God. Esav found trouble. He found too much trouble. And when Yaakovim saw that, we know from last week's parasha, he said, it can't be. Yaakovim was pushed, of course, by Kodesh Baruch Hu. He was pushed. He felt that Esav would be Mavaza. Esav would not be a good Evid, a Mesharis, a servant of a Baruch Hu. He wouldn't. He'd probably break the menorah. He'd probably just eat the lechem upon him. You know, he would just, he wouldn't do so good. So what does he do? What does he do? He buys the Yerusha. It was supposed to the Yerusha from Avram and Yitzhak was supposed to go to two brothers. Asa was supposed to get from Avraham, and Yaakov was supposed to get from. Yaakov was supposed to get from uh, Yitzhak. They're supposed to split the inheritance, right? When you split the inheritance, you split the wives, you split the jobs, you split the. W- you split the world in half and you both do your jobs as partners and bring the whole world to Keresh Baruch. But as they say, Esav went off the D. Esav went the Derech. He wasn't on the Derech, Hashem. And therefore Yaakov had to buy the Yerusha. Once he bought the Yerusha, he bought the Bracha, he took on both jobs. The job from Avram to go out into the world. And he bought the job of Yitzchak, which he always had. That's why Yaakov, you know, has to go to marry all the wives. Like a Yibum. He had to take all the wives. Two were supposed to go to Yaakov, and two were supposed to go to Esav. But it can't be anymore. Yaakov bought the whole thing. Yaakov has to now have all 12 shvatim. It was supposed to be six and six. Yaakov has to go outside of Eretz Yisrael to love him. Because he took on Esav's portion. Yaakov now has to deal with, 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 with a manipulator, a tricker, a trickster. Yaakov now has to take on the world of not just Tikun. Can you imagine? This nice little boy, Yosef Ohalam. He likes to stay in the base of likes to learn, and he then he helps and he's he's you know proactive and he teaches. And now you have to throw him into a whole business world, a world of tohu. If you're a person with calam, with with abilities of that world, of the business world, whenever the outside world okay, so you'll You'll fight the battles and you'll you'll be Makadishem shemayim. But if you're a good little boy who's very honest and very sincere, you throw him in in you know in the pit over there, you know, in the in Wall Street. It's not gonna be simple. And now Yaakov, who's natural his Tevla is not like that, but he was forced to buy the potential, the rights, the futures, if we can continue using, you know business terminology, the phrase behind the futures of ASA's portion, now this becomes a very serious, a very serious task for Yaakov Avinu. It's a world that he doesn't know. It's a scary world. So now he's the Ishtam Yishev HaHolam and the and the Ish If we it's a lot. So Yaakov is told by his parents, go to love him. Now that you bought the portion of Esav, you gotta go. Go to Lovin and go marry. Go start. Go start the, the world of the, the tribes, the Shvat. And so he leaves Be'er Sheva Be'er is the in of Malchus, which is the lowest of the spheres, which means that he's going into a place outside of kedusha in a certain way. And the part that's where the parsha starts off. That's the beginning of his parsha. He buys the portions and now he's got to go. Now, it says, So he, he meets the place and he sleeps over there, the sun sets. And then he puts the rocks around his head, right? We all know. And he sleeps in that place. What does Rashi tell us over there? Why does it tell us he slept? Because for 14 years he didn't sleep. What are you talking about? After he left Beersheba, before Haram, before he left Eretz Yisrael, he's still in Eretz Yisrael, he learned in Shem Ve'ever, the yeshiva, for 14 years, we know. Because he first had to do his portion. Right? He still was Yaakov. He still was the son of Yitzhak, the Yoshe Vauhalim. So he had to sit in Shem Ve'ever for 14 years to acquire his half. So Vayishka Vamakum. Now, after the 14 years, and he's moving on from that place, and now he's going into stage two of his life, the portion of Asif, where he's forced out of Eretz. So right now he's in Ertz Yisrael. But now he's about to go out. So now he needs some help. Now he needs help. He's going into a world that's unknown. So this is where Kadesh Baruch Hu comes to him before he goes to Chutz before he's gonna marry four wives and have twelve children and deal with a loved one and speckled and ringed and spotted and all the different sheep and all the different stuff he has to these go to work. Right? Just to go to work now. We don't see by the Avos, we don't see anybody working as much as Jacob Vino. Right? Yitzchak, He well Yitzchak did he planted a little bit. He planted one thing and he and he made it a hundred times, right? That's his partial. But a tiny little bit and he started, and he makes millions. Avru Vinu is doing chesed. He's providing. Yaakovinu worked. He says, he says to Loven at the end of the parsha. I didn't sleep. I was up all day, all night, watching the sheep. He really took his job seriously. And it's interesting also that he gets the, you know, he lives 147 years, Yakovino. You know. He gets he gets to love in around 77, something like that. Which means that's about half his life. Say so half his life, it's a little bit more than half his life. He's, he's growing up and he's dealing with Yaakov. You know? And then the second half of his life, Mamush, almost, almost about half, he moves into the second stage, the portion of Asaf. And in order to do that properly, Akkadish needs to come to him to help him. Yeah, it's a world that's unknown to Yaakov. You know? He's leaving his comfort zone. And now Akkadish Bohu wants him to know something very, very important. Because as Yaakovin was in, in the base magic, he's in the shame of the Eivir, it seems to be that that's where Kurdish Borchu is. You're learning, you're davening, you're connecting. This is where Kurdish is. But once you leave that place, you're on your own. And the Kurdish of course, says that's not true at all. I'm everywhere. So Kurdish wants to show Yaakovin you know, this lesson. So what does he do? He wants to talk to him. So he makes a, a nace. The sun set prematurely. The sun, the, sun didn't, the sun, he could have just waited. But the Kaddish wanted to show Yaakov Avinu that even outside Shein V'Ever, I'm still here. He makes the sun set, miraculously. And Yaakov now has to go to sleep. And the Kaddish wants to speak to him and to teach him that don't worry, I'm going to be with you. Like a Kaddish Baruch who says in the dream, imach, I'm going to be with you. Ushmartich wherever you go. Why, why does, that Baruch, when, when does the Kaddish Baruch speak like this? To Avram, to Yitzh, give him the whole support shmuz. Because Yaakov is taking on a new world, a new portion, going outside the base managers, which is against his nature, in a world where you might think the Kaddish Baruch is not so revealed. So Kaddish Baruch says, no, no, I am. I'm going to take care of you until you get back to your father Yitzchak. So he gets him to go to sleep and Yaakov sleeps. And what does he do? He gives him a dream. What's the dream? The sulam mutzav There's a sulam as a ladder. The legs are on the ground and the head is in shemaim, and a kaddish barach on top. Hashem what is that telling Yaakov? You know? There's a sulam of life and it's mutzav arts and it starts on the ground. Ground means arte, it's ground means working hands on. You're gonna be you're gonna be grounded. You're not just gonna be in Shemayim learning and davening and connecting in Dvaikis. You're gonna to have to work the land. But you know what? Rosho Magia Shemayim. At the moment you're working with your hands, you're still connected to Qurishbab Vasham Niza says, I'm here, I'm here when you're going to work just as I was with you in Shaymva'i. There's no difference. There's absolutely no difference. There's malacham here, there's malacham there. In, there's an Eretz shah like by Yitzhak like, by Yishtam Tam Ahalem. And there's Malachim even in Chutzar. It's like Avram Avinu. Ish Sada Yudei Tzayid. asaf There's Malachim, there's Malachim there. I'm with you everywhere. He had to give this Shmuz to Yaakov. Again, it wasn't in Yaakov's nature. He took the full partnership. You have two partners. One guy is the, you know, he, he's the, he's the creative one. And you have one guy who's the money guy. Two totally different worlds. And you need two guys. Right? Then there's, two, there's always two different types of partners. One guy does one half, the other does the other half, and they come together. But it's very rare to have one guy who takes all the jobs. It's too much. It's too much. But that's what Yaakovino you know, had to do. He was forced into taking all the jobs. He had to be the money man and the creative thinker at the same time. So, for Kodeshbo comes to him in the Sula Mutsavartsa. Hashem, Hashem says, I'm always there. I'm on top of the ladder. The ladder is always connected from, from Aretz to Shemaim. It's always connected. There is no difference. Believe that. And Yaakov believes. Vayikatz Yaakov Mishnaso And Yaakov wakes up from his sleep. Not actually from his sleep. But from that disillusion, that, that mistake that, that he didn't know that a Kaddish Rebbe was also outside the base manager. He wakes up from that place and he says, Vayom Rachein HaKadosh was is even in this place, meaning outside the base Madrash, Outside that world of pure elokus. He's even in If I didn't know. If I had known, I never would have slept. Meaning I never would have made the mistake. So when he wakes up in the morning, there wasn't a problem. Because again, this was, he was a, it was a realization to Yaakov Avinu. That HaKadosh was is in this place, just like he was in the place of Shane Ve'ever. He's in this place also, outside Shane Ve'ever. I, didn't, I never knew such a thing. I never knew that because it wasn't my nature. How was I supposed to know? I'm a base manager guy. And Yaakov wasn't supposed to know. It wasn't his job. And that's why, even you could ask, I've thought about this question over the years, that after he gets up, he starts to make a whole nether to a Kurdish Baruch And Kurdish if you protect me, if you take care of me. Th- what do you mean, Yaakov? I'm going to take care of you and protect you. And now you're saying, Hashem, if you protect me... Because again, Yakovino, it wasn't, it wasn't his nature. It wasn't his nature. He was trying to... He was working on himself, like anybody. You should take care of your kid. So, so where are we holding over here? So Yakovino then says, when he wakes up, Vayiro... Vayomer, and he says, is that How awesome is this place? Nora, awesome, is the Mida of Yaakovina. That's the Midah of Yaakovina. Like Nuriol. There's, there's uh, a... Yeah. What? The, what? the music? Yeah, yeah it's Yaakovina. Because Nuriol, that Nora, is a, is a combination. Yaakovina is a combination of Avram and Yitzchak. M-m-m- What's his name? Malkiel? No. What's the Malch of, uh, of Chesed? Michal? Michal. Thank you. I can't remember. Michal, Gavriel, and then Uriel. So Manorah, Malkam that's the combination. Right? We know Yaakovim is the combination. He's the harmony. He's the teferis of both Avram and Yitzhak. But we always think about it as Chesed and Gevurah. But it's more than that. It's the world of going the toe, the tikkun. The going out and staying in. The one going to Chotzaretz and going to Eretz Yisrael. All that. That's Manorah. Manorah mokom azeh. Wow, a Even in this mokom, it's, it's a kodesh Baruch. It's kedusha. It's not. It's not profane outside the base medrash. A kodesh Baruch is everywhere. That's what Hashem was telling him. I'm here. Everywhere you turn could be a Sula, arutz Rosh If you have the proper perspective. Ein in base elukim. This is a base elukim. Usually, you think the base medrash is a base elukim. That's a house of God where you pray we learn, yakovin wasn't, wasn't yakovin was outside. Yakovin was outside in the, in the Saga, going to Beis Lavan. He says, even here is basically, the Zeshar Shemayam. This is the gateway to Shemayim. What's the gateway? This recognition. That a Kadesh Baruch is in every single place and he's with you in every single place. You're always at the gates of Shemayim if you believe. If you have the proper perspective, always. You just need to change the mindset. That's what the Kush will show in Yaakov. That's our lives. We're all Yaakovs. Because even though Yaakov is, is, is depicted as the Bal and Yitzhak is the Tefillah, and Avram Vinu is the Bal Chesed, and the one who goes out, we're all Yaakovs. We're all mixture. Yaakov you know, learned for half his life, and he worked for half his life. Now, we don't maybe do that in Zman. But we wake up in the morning, and we daven and we learn? Yitzchak. Then we go out into work? Avram. Then we come back at night and try to daven and try to learn a little more? Yitzchak. That whole combination is Yaakovim. Everybody's Yaakov. We all need need this dream. We all need to believe. So what does he do? He gets up in the morning. What does he do? Interesting thing. He gets up in the morning, and now he wants to, he, he's he's mamash on fire, right? Manor Nora, it's like a fight. Manor Mekomazel Gvav, the kodesh rolls everywhere. Shulmus of like Arzurishka and Malachim Olam V'yordim, it's all one. And he wants to solidify that. So what does he do? he says, I'm sorry. He gets in the morning. Vayikaches a evin, he takes that big rock. Hasha'ami Rosh Shoshov is behind his head. Vayosimosof Matzeva, vayitzok Shemal Roshah. And he makes that rock a monument, a matzeva. Right? It was a, like a, like, almost like a mizbeach. And he pours oil on it. What is this? What's he doing over here? Right? It's a funny thing. What's the rock under his head? The evan, asher of What was his head before this dream? His head was in Shemayim, Yaakovinu. He's learning, he's davening. His head's in Shemayim. The, that rock that was behind his head depicts his first half of his life, where he's in Shem Ve'ever. But now he says it doesn't have to just be my head, because now my legs, Mutzav artsa, and my head, whether I'm in the base medish or I'm out of the base medish, whether I'm in a rally in Washington, D.C., whether I'm in a park, wherever I am, I'm a man of God. So what does he do? He takes that rock and he makes it a matseva, mutsov artsa. What's a matseva? It's Lashem mutsov. And where do you put a matseva? In the ground. So he takes a rock that was from Shem Ve'ever, Kelu, he puts it into the ground, which becomes the Yadaim, the work outside the base manager. He, he digs it into the ground. matseva Shem Al Roshah And he pours oil. We know what's oil. Chachma. we're to Hanukkah. It's the Indian of Wisdom. And he pours it on the head of the rock because it's a mutzav Arca V'Rosham A'Gesh that's the first thing Yaakovinu does, in the world of of Gashmias, to show that he got this idea. This not idea. This this uh, this Mahalacha this Derech Hashem. And now he's ready to go to Lavan. Now he's ready to leave Eretz Yisrael. Now he's ready to go into that Olam Hatohu, that confusing confusing world, to go to Lavan to marry all the wives to have all the children. Because now he's he has it all. He has it all he's ready to take on the portion of Esav. Which eventually, he gets a second name, right? Yisrael. Yaakov and Yisrael. These are the two halves. Yaakov is supposed to be like look. And Yisrael is like Avram Avina. He takes both. He takes everything. So it's interesting, at the end of the Parsha, finish off. At the end of the Parsha, after he's with Lovam, he goes into that place. And that's, that's a whole Parsha in of itself. The end of the Parsha ends off fascinating, just like the beginning. Like he starts Yitzhak Avinu in of then he starts to go to like He loses the base magic. and then how does he end off, to show you the sandwich? Last few psukim of the Parsha, after Lovin chases down Yaakov Avinu, and they get into their little riff, whatever it is, and then Lavan finally is about to part ways, Va'yash came, love which means also Yash. Va'yash came, They get up in the morning from that sleep. Love and kisses his children, and he goes on. Va'yelech, of and them and goes back to his place. Yaakov goes on his derech. What's the derech? This new derech where he's combined everything together. And what happens? and he meets malachim. What Malachim? Now where is Yaakov Vina right now? He's in Chutz He's not in Eretz Yisrael. He's still in Chutz going back towards Eretz Yisrael. And it says, alokim, And he meets these angels. What angels is this? These are the angels of Eretz Yisrael. These are the angels of Eretz Yisro. When Yaakov saw the encampment of God with these angels of Eretz Yisrael. He calls this place Machanaim, a double camp. So this is a little bit inspired by something the Lubavitcher Rebbe said. <laughs> he now, Vayevkobo, that's Vayivkobo, Malkom, vayal and sham. At the beginning of the Parsha. When a wanted to teach Yaakov, the lesson that we just were speaking about, he had the sunset. Where's the Parsha? Vayivkobo, Malkom, vayal and sham He met the place. Now at the end of the Parsha, Vayashkim, he gets up, Vayivka, he meets these malachim. Which malachim? Malachim Eretz Yisrael. He's not in Eretz Yisrael. What are we doing over here? So the answer is what? The malachim of Eretz Yisrael don't mean dafka Eretz Yisrael. Those are the malachim of Shem Ve'ever. The malachim of those who are in the base majish. So Yaakov, after he leaves Lavan, he again meets those malachim because he's combined both worlds. It's a world of machanaim. It's two camps together the Molochim of Eretz Israel, the Malacham of Chutz the Molochim of Toh Tikkun, of Yaakov, Avram, Yitzchak. He puts it all together. And Yaakov then lives as that harmony between the both. That's this what it's depicted by these Molochim. Come at the end. So let's go to the song for a second. So let's read the English. I'll read the English to you. Can we find that place again? What place? And reside there once the sun turns away from above us. Can we find that place again once the sun goes down? That same place when a Kaddish Bible made the sun go down in the beginning of the Parsha. And he taught Yaakovina you know, that great lesson. And Yaakovina was, was wowed, Manora Makamazan. He mamish was living the combination of Avram and Yitzchak, Chutzlaretz and Eretz Yisrael, and he made that Matzevo. Can we find that again, Yaakov, is asking. And the answer at the end of the partial, yeah, he found it again. When he met those Malachim of Eretz Yisrael in Chutzlaretz, he found that place again. So that's what he's saying. Can we find that place again and reside there once the sun turns away from above us? The sun goes down. Will we keep on dreaming? Will we be able to even keep on dreaming a person has that dream. He goes, he's leaving the base Medrash, let's say, he's going to work, and he has that dream that he wants to be able to put both together, but it's not so easy. It's not so easy. So he's saying, will we keep on dreaming? Will we keep on believing that there is a Sula Mutzat Hashem that really it is connected? I speak to people, it's not easy. Guy goes to work and he has, he has his mind, he wants to be an Ebed shaman, but it's not easy. It's really not easy. You forget a lot of things there. But you have to keep on dreaming. And climbing up and down ladders. Can we be like those malachim who are doing both at the same time? And here we are, set up on earth. We're on earth. right? We're living as, as human beings. We're not like Avnitz and like Yaakov, just connecting to a Kaddish Baruch in the deepest ways. We're up on earth. But the voice of our cry, which is heaven, you could be down here on earth, but your tefillah is your voice. It's Rosh Hashem and here we are, even set up on earth, again. The melody of our hearts reaches heaven. What's your rutzen? What are your desires? Your feet could be on, the, your hands and your feet could be at work, could be outside, let's say the base measure. Could, but where's your heart? The Alter Rebbe says, from Alter Rebbe from Lubavitch says, he brings a pasach, he says, when you go to work, he says, your hands and your hands, and your head, you have to think about work a little bit, you have to put your hands in, but your heart? Who says your heart has to be there? That doesn't mean don't do your job properly. Of course, do your job properly with all the kavanot. otherwise you're gone. But it means, where does your heart want to be? Your heart could want to be with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, even if your hands are, are doing the work. And what happens if you're a dreamer, if you want the sule of arterun shemagiyah your feet are on the ground, but your head isn't shemayim. We suddenly realize the day—the day has come—and that the common is actually holy. Now you realize that there is no chol; there is nothing outside of a kaddish baruch Because even outside the base medrash, kaddish baruch says, "Here I am." Everything's holy. It just depends on what you how you look at things, and this is none other than the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. Even in this place that seems to be far from a Kaddosh Baruch no, no, no. Ki'im It's also
1: beisei
0: It's also gate Shemayim. It's also for tefillah. It's also for our heart. This is, this is the Inu of Yaakov, you know? and this is These are also our lives. This is all of our lives. And each one takes a little bit more of one portion. But we learn from here, Kaddosh Baruch teaches us it doesn't matter where we are. If you believe that a kaddish is here with you, then he's there with you, and then nothing is profane. Everything can be holy, for real. Not a joke. But most people don't believe that. Most people can't. They can't. it can't. It can't be. This can't be holy. How, how is accounting holy? How's that? How's being a lawyer holy? It doesn't mean. It doesn't mean the the day to day actual, you know, work and the phone call. It means the bigger picture, don't get lost in the details, we get very lost in details in this one, the bigger picture, going into, being an Hashem, wearing a yarmulke, having midos, being Mekadeshim Shemayim, saying Baruch Hashem and Amir Toshem, even if there's non-Jews there, being a strong, confident Jew, especially nowadays, when that's what we need to be doing. Right? They're fighting over there in their way, and we're going to fight over here in our way. It could be God-fearing Jews, even out in Chutzlarts. And that way, we're, we make that which is common, that which is whole, holy. Then we act like Yaakov and then a person lives manora malkum You live a life of wow. This is this is the base of the Kim. This is Hashem. I wish we Avram. No, that, was, that wasn't the question. The question was, "What was it?" Vayikatz. I asked him, "Was he woke up in the morning?" There's more to say, but th- uh, in this story, he woke up in the morning. But it was vayikatz. What was he woke up? That was I me. Mean, he woke up in a, a recognition uh-huh. of that dual purpose. Dual. is so like, cut
1: off that, that like,
0: he like cut, off cut off that idea. He
1: cut off what? Cut off that idea,
0: like like. Kate's meaning the the deal that was only one and not two. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. So let's listen again. If you have the words, it's even better. Important lyrics. If you didn't, if you see them, great. If you didn't see them, I'll just read them to you. And this is after he has said he, right, he's set up on the earth, but our voice reaches heavens. We're set up on earth, and our heart reaches heavens. The next lyrics are, and every time is very deep. And every time we look beyond our daily lives, we suddenly realize that the place we are standing on is holy. So we're talking about, but these are the words. If we could, if we can get your eyes past that constriction, that constricted type of look that you, when you are chutzla, or it's you're not with the malachim of Eretz Yisrael. If we can get past that, you'll see that everything is holy. And we see everything around us in a new light. That was the light of the Manorah Ma'akam Azeh. Right. It's beautiful songs. Beginion. Which was it? Shukar.